And now for something completely different. Tension Deficit Podcast. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? With Jeff Testanero. He's an asshole, sir. And Mike Landana. He's an asshole too, sir. So, um, you know she got a haircut there. Yeah. You're also a bit shorter. Yeah. My, what big teeth you have. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, there's something about you that doesn't click. I have a cold. Oh, that's, okay, that's why you sound different. All right, fair enough. Yep. Um, so yeah, welcome to the Attention Deficit Podcast. I'm Mike Landana. And I'm Jeffrey Testanero. On today's show, the usual, we have no idea. So, um, yeah, what do you got? Stuff. That's helpful. On today's show, I stuff. love Batman versus Superman. It is the greatest movie ever. And there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Alrighty then. Um, I'm not going to get into that because that's afraid logic and that's not my area. So, here we are in the new... Yeah, it's new. Definitely improved. ADP Podcast Room. ADP Podcast. Attention Deficit Podcast. Podcast. That's worse than saying ATM machine. PIN number. So. And I have a cold. Yes, you have a cold. So, um, apparently this week there was an eclipse. Not in this area, but. Things changed. And then they went back to normal. Is that why you look different? Did you, like, stare at the eclipse long enough? Is that what happened? Yeah. Trump looked at it too long, and then I was born. Oh, so you were born from the darkness. Yes. I was born in it. I was molded by it. Now, as a man, I saw the light, and it blinded me. That joke will never go away. I hate Marvel. Well, that, that that's you, and once again, I'm not going to get into that because, well... I don't like confrontation. So, um, yeah, I got really nothing on my mind today. It's a Saturday, and I got up too early. I'm like gremlins. Feed me after midnight or get me wet. Awkward. Um, yeah. So, and I had my caffeine too early. Oh, God! I don't need caffeine. I run on solar energy. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, a Superman there. I see what you did. I haven't mentioned how much I love Superman. He's so great. There's other stuff. Come on. Is there, though? Think. Take your Ritalin. So, yeah. Um, what else is there? There's stuff on Netflix. And... Yeah. Why is my head not working today? I don't know. It, this is scaring me way too much. I know everything about Game of Thrones. These sound like they're just pre-recorded stuff. Are you feeling okay? I know you have a cold, but are you feeling okay? Whatever do you mean, Mike. I'm fine. Alrighty then. I can't um, do that, Hal. Open the pod bay doors! Do it! Do it now! <laughs> so, um... You're really just... It's just a cold? Yes. It is. Just a cold. We are one. We are legion. <laughs> so, alrighty then. My um, best friend is a squirrel. 
Alright, that now I'm starting to get a little cautious here because last time I checked you tried to kill the squirrel. We moved past it. We became better adults for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where'd that music come from? Is there something you're you're not telling me here? Like, is there something going on? No. I'm Jeffrey Testanero from Anti Radio. Okay. We we've already acknowledged that. You may call me Jeff. I have never called you Jeff. I mean, there are random times where I've called you Jeff, but I don't really call you Jeff. So, is there something, like, seriously, is there something we need to know? Like, is there, like, a chip implanted in the back of your neck or something? I came from the moon. Okay, I I am a Mooninite. Oh, God. Fear the power of the quad laser. (laughs) Yeah, I'm more of a C-Lab person myself. I loved C-Lab. That was good. Yeah, it was. It was just that random stuff with the uh, with like Hesh wanting sex and the captain and Debbie being the pain in the ass. And I wish they brought that show back, but unfortunately, the captain died. So that's a lot of noise. Wait, what? So I checked the. Who the fuck are you? Hello. Why are you back? Why is he here? I, I, it's supposed to be you. We Why said his name he... was Jeff Testanero. Who the, get the fuck out of my seat. I might be, I'm being replaced. It's news you know to something. me. You're lying to me. I'm Jeffrey Testanero. Get out. From no. Anti-Radio. Get out. Get out of my, out of my chair. I can't do that. Get out of my chair. Get out of my chair. Goodbye. Goodbye. So anyway, where were we? We were talking about C-Lab and... Apparently he was born from the, the eclipse and Donald Trump and stuff. Who? C-Lab? Anti-Jeff? Huh. Yeah, so... I, I, I'm, I'm kind of at a You're listening to the Attention Deficit Podcast with Jeff Testanero. What are you hiding, dog man? Tell me! Tell me! And Mike Landana. Airing on antiradio.com and available for download on iTunes and Google Play. Three stones from the sun, we need a piece of this rock. Okay. In 
indestructible soul. Answers to this question to the brothers in the street. School and the prison. History shouldn't be a mystery. Our story's real history, not this story. We're going to work it out one day till we all get paid. The right way in full. No bull. Talking, no walking. Driving, arriving, and styling. Tell them soon you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. One day, the brothers going to work it out. You're listening to the Attention Deficit Podcast. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? With Jeff Testanero. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. And Mike Landana. He's an asshole too, sir. Airing on antiradio.com and available for download on iTunes and Google Play. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes.
dog. I'm expecting a I'm expecting a bill from the squirrel. Apparently, I need to pay for things I broke when we did the squirrelies. Uh. So, yeah, he's not too happy with me. So yeah. So did you see that uh, MLS has actually come to Connecticut? Yeah, it is, and I'm not sure how to take it. I'm excited about it. I just I, I just can't get into it. My heart's not there. I'm that's, not. That's because you you hate you hate New York City Football Club. Yeah, I do because it's like Manchester City light, and they're playing one of the teams that beat New England like two or three times in the MLS Cup Finals. So it's like why the Revs aren't making the playoffs. So it's like, do I want to go there and troll? Because it seems a bunch of riders and rebels want to come down and troll as well. Even though the Revs are playing Toronto FC, like both teams suck anyway. But well, that's good. Send all of the New England fans down because then they'll sell more tickets, and then they'll actually move NYCFC, which is not doing well in well. I don't want ticket sales, but they're destroying Yankee Stadium. No, the population looks terrible. And then the field, I'm not saying pitch because they're playing out in left, center, and right field. It looks like shit. When I went there to see the Yankees and the Red Sox, there were cleat marks and torn up ground and stuff. I'm like, that's, for me, that's hollowed ground. Like, get the fuck off of there. Yeah. The only spot on there that when I went there before NYCFC that was torn up was the spot where Nick Swisher would stand and play right field all the time in that same spot. It was worn in because he was walking back and forth, and that's natural. I miss Nick Swisher. I love Nick Swisher, man. He was he good. Was, he, was, he was a good baseball player, but he has this passion Oh yeah. about being a baseball player and being a Yankee. He loved it. He grew up a Yankee. He man. didn't play long either. No, he didn't. He played in the Yankee Stadium for like five, six years. About that. And then he went to Cleveland for like two years, and then he retired. Well, he didn't. I think he got hurt, didn't he? I think it was that, or it was also be, it was just dedication to being a Yankees fan. Just like I, if I'm not a Yankee, I don't want to play. Yeah. Which kind of like Jabba. Mm-hmm. Jabba. Except well, Jabba sucked. Jabba was horrible. Well, they didn't pitch him enough. No, he was just terrible. He was inconsistent. Because they didn't pitch him enough. They had these Jabba rules. Well, then he was also hurt. Remember, he broke his ankle in a fucking trampoline park. That's true. So there was that. You know who else? Like, there's an opposite, though. He's consistent, but it's dangerous to a point. Chapman. Yeah. When I saw him pitch, his slowest pitch was 91 miles an hour, and that's because it hit dirt. 91 miles an hour. Everything else was 103 and 102 miles an hour. Consistent. Hmm. Got the first guy out, three strikes. Perfect. Second guy comes in, it's like that Dever or whatever, like that asshole that he fucking hit 103 mile an hour yeah. fastball and crushed it into left field going 104 miles exit velocity. I'm like, holy shit. And then the wheels on the bus went... <laughs> and the now he's on the bus went dirt. Yeah, and, and now he's out with a shoulder injury, so... Shit. Hmm. Well, speaking of all that stuff, did you see the, uh, the the four brawl game there that they had? Yeah, with the Tigers. Yeah, I love that shit. I'm like, yes. Yeah, but was it Sanchez? It was... The ones involved were Cabrera. Cabrera from the Tigers. Um, and one of the Yankee guys. Yeah, it was the catcher. I don't remember. So it was Sanchez, right? No, Sanchez? no, it wasn't Sanchez. Hmm. Um, let's see. He, uh, I know 
Pereira and one of the Yankee guys got suspended for a number of games. No, there was uh, two, four, and seven. Huh. Cabrera got seven for instigation and starting the fight. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Cabrera's upset oh. that Aaron Judge wasn't suspended. Shut the fuck up, you little shit. Yeah, he's a little bitch ass. No, maybe you're right. It was Gary Sanchez? Gary Sanchez. Yeah. So Sanchez got what? Four? Uh, no, Tigers reliever. Oh, the only ones that got suspensions. Let's see. <laughs> wow, he got four. You're right. So. Cabrera got seven for inciting the brawl and throwing punches. He went for legit body shots. Really? Yeah. And then uh, Sanchez got four for throwing punches. Uh, Tigers reliever, uh, Alex Wilson got four games. Austin Romine, that's who I was thinking of, the other catcher, two games. And then Tigers manager, Brad Osmus, got one game. Really? And then there were fights. Fights, fights, and more fights. Fights and fights and fights. Yeah. Baseball fights. In addition to the suspensions, another seven players and coaches were fined for their actions in the melee, including Joe Torre, Rob Thompson, Tommy Conley, okay, mm-hmm. Brett Gardner, and Clint Frazier, Yankees first baseman Garrett Cooper, and Tigers shortstop Jose Iglesias. Jose Iglesias. No relation to Enrique. Ha ha. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was crazy, and it was fucking great to watch. I watched that, and I'm like, why am I happy over this? Why am I loving the fact that there are people punching the shit out of each other? Because we're hockey fans. I honestly think that's it. And then also with that, like the the start of the first fight with uh, Cabrera shoving Romine, mm-hmm. I looked and I was just like, okay, what's going on? And I saw a takedown. So like the jujitsu brain kicked in. I'm like, oh, cool. He, he threw. He that was a nice takedown, and he gets on top of him in mountain guard and stuff, and he's punching. Him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what hockey fans call that kind of fight? A regular Tuesday. Playoffs. No, that's not playoffs. That's a regular fucking that's fight. Oh, it's almost hockey season. I know. I know. It's almost it's, hockey We're season. at a point now where we're hitting like 70 degrees it's, and 50 degree uh, lows. And I love waking up in the morning, 62 degrees outside. It's like, thank you, A, because I like the fall, and B, in what, roughly two weeks? Three it's weeks. Football Three weeks, season. yeah. Football season. Which means my Sundays will be nothing but black and yellow, baby. Yes! I'm so excited. And they open up against the Browns in Cleveland. Steelers, baby. 1-0. Woo! Yeah, see, with me, I'm kind of upset about that because I don't get to sit back and watch it. I have to work. And it sucks because it's a 12-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Which means I can't even catch Sunday night football and be relaxed and stuff. It's like, I can watch the stuff. But I don't get to sit down with wings or pizza or whatever and, and beer and, and be nice and stuff. It's I gotta keep my attention on others. <laughs> yeah. I was very happy with my, my work schedule got shipped off a of weekends. <coughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Because now it's football season and then in a month it's hockey season. Yes. But you know what no other season I'm happy yes! for? Yes! What? Back to school. Why? Teenager in high school ah. will not sleep during the summer. Will be up until 6 in the morning and then sleeps yeah, until noon. And it's like, go the fuck to sleep. They do that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm happy as fuck that my, my sister's going back for her sophomore year. And it's like, I can sleep. But it also means me waking up at like 6 in the morning for like 20 minutes and going back to sleep. Small, my middle schooler. My now middle schooler. Yeah. Um, 
she wants to sleep in, but then there's the six-year-old, her six-year-old sister who wakes her up all the time. Wait, she's six? Sammy's going to be seven in November. First grader? She's going into second. Where's Holy shit. She's going to third. I don't know. I can't keep my Either kids way, straight. kids going to school. That's I can't keep matters. my kids straight. Now, um, from like a parent's side, I feel bad because it's like, oh great, you have to get up earlier to make sure they get ready. And uh, I don't have to do that. No, that's true. Ha ha ha! I got the fun times. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, back. I know I hate about back to school. The fucking buses. Yes, I the will. I will absolutely agree with that. Fucking buses that get in my way. Move! I need to go somewhere. I'm more important than your little egg spawns. <laughs> your little, little larvae. Little humans! <laughs> Filthy dirt children. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I hate the most about the bus schedules and being on the bus route driving, I don't care where it is, is the bus drives up, stops, little sign comes out, blink, 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 blink. The kids get on, they dilly dally. Sometimes you get, I hate it when the parent gets on the bus and talks to the bus driver. That's usually when I hit the horn. Um, and then it drives up two houses and stops again. Yeah. Why can't, when I was growing up, we had, and my parents, we live in a circle. We live in a circle. Mm-hmm. Right? We had three bus stops. Yeah. And one emergency one in front of my parents' house. The first one was in front of my parents' house because they live on the entrance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you go around and you stop at the second one. Pick them up. Go down, maybe another half a mile. Stop there, pick up more kids, and then drive back around and pick up any stragglers mm-hmm. along the way. Now it goes in around. Now picture this, listeners. It goes in. It kind of looks like a poly, uh, like a big anti-smoking sign. Goes around, and then there's the back street and the middle street. It went down the middle street. So all the kids from the back street didn't get their special little stops. They had to walk to one of the two of the intersecting streets. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. these fucking kids get a stop at their little house because they can't walk up three fucking houses to get on the stupid fucking bus with all the same kids on it. Yeah. For me, <laughs> for me, it was walk down the street, which was on a hill, which whatever, and then walk up towards Meriden Road, which was near the bowling alley. Yeah. And this hut. That hut was fucking terrible. It was a brick building with a roof. It was, it was meant as a shelter. Ah! Which, on those really snowy days where it's like, oh my god, it's snowing cats and dogs, yeah, well, you have uh, an hour delay, so... You have to get there now anyway. Yep. So there was that. Um, so I remember standing out in that for like three hours because we still had school and the buses were going. And it was like two miles an hour. It took three hours for them to get to do the route to where I was. I was the last stop. And then another hour to get to the school. Mm-hmm. If I was smart, I would have been like, fuck this and would have gone home because nobody got credited for an absence that day because it was fucking terrible. Hmm. So, anyway, the, like, it was that one stop. We also would simulate wrestling uh, on Mondays and Thursdays because Raw... Well, Tuesday and Friday because Raw and SmackDown. Back in the day, Monday and Thursday. Yeah. Somebody who was bigger than me, which kind of says a lot, grabbed me by the arm and spun me around and let go, and I went flying headfirst into a corner, a brick corner. Ow. Yeah, no, it fucking hurt. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I got concussed that day. So I walked home, I'm like, yeah, this hurts. Oh. Uh. So there was that. Uh, some guy said I was talking shit about his friend's mom, so he punched me twice in the face. That's nice. He got arrested. Children are so kind. Inner city kids especially. Mm. So there was that. So, I mean, 
yes, it was hell, but at the same time, like, you know what? I, I miss that bus stop. No, I don't. Because no. <laughs> that meant, all right, get on the bus, sit in the front, because I was a kid that everybody picked on because I wouldn't do anything back until one day this kid decided to try to hockey fight me, pull my jacket over my head and start slapping, which I got mad. I got fucking pissed. Mike smash! It wasn't smash, it was, sure you can! <laughs> just that rising uppercut, and you'd see his head just snap back, and he dropped. <laughs> and everyone looked at me, I'm like, yep, that just happened. That just <laughs> happened. Yeah. Mike just knocked a fucker out. And then, and and the thing is, he got in trouble. I didn't. I was always that kid that would be like, "Oh, Mike got into a fight again." That. And then I look and I'm like, "Fight? Did you see me throw any punches? Did you see me? Did you hear me say anything?" Yeah. Like they're picking on me. That's by text bullying. Yeah. So they would have me sit in the fucking guidance counselor's office just to sit there. And I heard the principals walking by because middle school was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade principals, and then the head principal. So it would be like the grade principal and then the school principal. And they're like, oh, is it Mike again? No, he's, he's a good guy. He just doesn't deserve all this stuff. They just treat him like crap because he won't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Mike, you're okay. And then anybody who fucked with me ended up getting like 10-day suspensions and stuff. So it was like, oh, I want a day off. Let's pick on Mike. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. I knocked that fucker out. And then it was like nobody fucks with him ever again. <laughs> I think I maybe got to two fights as a kid. And it, you know, I don't fight fair. And I don't stop punching when they're down. I just keep kind of punching. Ground and pound. Yeah. You throw get them down to my level because I'm not very tall at all. For that yeah. matter. Get them down to my level and beat the crap out of them. I really, you know what? I really wish that, like, UFC and cage fighting was, like, popular when I was, like, you know, a tween or, like, even, like, like a young teenager because I would have been good at that. Yeah, UFC and all that stuff started out, what, like, 95? Well, it really got popular back in the late 90s. Well, yeah, like early, like early to mid-2000s, because yeah. that's when it was sanctioned and regulated. And- I feel like it really got popular when WWF and WCW start hiring, mm-hmm. like, Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock. Yep. Tank Abbott, uh, Dan, Dan Severin. Severin. Yep. Dan, Dan Severin was, like, like, the Babe Ruth, the Ric Flair or even, um, of cage fighting. Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman. Even though he wasn't a UFC fighter, it was like, oh, look, martial arts. Martial artist. Yeah. But I remember Tank Abbott was on WCW because Shamrock and Severin both got hired by WWF. And they were just like, oh, competition, let's let's and do it. people yeah. knew, a lot of people knew, even outside the UFC world, me included, knew who Tank, Shamrock, and Severin were. Well, yeah, no, everybody knew who Ken Shamrock was. Ken Shamrock made UFC. Yeah. UFC. Tank oh, absolutely. Was a beast in that cage. Tank man. Abbott was just disgusting. And I don't mean like the fact that he was like an overweight, hairy ass. Which was beast. the best part of it. Yeah. He was this overweight, sweaty, big beard, smelly. He looked like the guy at the bar who will take shots of whiskey and pass out in the parking lot. Yes. Absolutely. And he used a light. He he beat the crap out of Shamrock a few times. Yeah. Oh no. He, like he he could take a punch. Like it was he could business. take a punch, and he his his fists were like meat hooks. Same with Severn. Yeah. Oh, Se- I mean, no, saying, Severn was tall and pissed off. I'm not calling Severn a fast slot because in his UFC days he really wasn't. No. But he was tall and he was just thick. Yeah. He was mad all the time. Oh yeah. Now see the thing is with the original UFC, it was a tournament. 
Yes. It was like 16 enter, yeah. and it was like brackets. And Only stuff. one may leave. Yeah, which, you know, you started off, you'd have like, I can't remember his name, but he was like a Hawaiian pastor. And they, he even played the WWE gimmick, where he'd come out like he was he was a Hawaiian pastor. Yeah. He walked out with this cross. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, I thought it was stupid. It still is stupid. Yeah. But, you know, the guy's belief in religion, fine, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then along comes this train of, like, seven or eight Brazilian guys all in, like, matching outfits. And this one guy in a, in a now known as a jiu-jitsu gi, mm-hmm. you know, just going in jiu-jitsu. It was, it was a train. That's pretty much what it was. They were all, like, yeah. hands on shoulders yeah. and walking and stuff. And in comes this small-ass guy named Hoist, spelled with an R, because Portuguese, you don't say or you say that like an H. That's right. So, comes in, and we're like, okay, what's going on? And this big, gigantic fucking Hawaiian guy starts swinging, and he's making shots. But then you see small guy in jujitsu gi jump on top of him and get him onto the ground, and then all of a sudden it's like he's wrenching his arm, and big, gigantic guy's tapping. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And really, that was the birth of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in America. Like, yeah. that was what made people go, hey, I want to learn that. Yeah. So, you know, you have these random people. There was no weight divisions. There no. was, there's videos of guys getting punched repeatedly in the dick. Oh, just like punch in the dick, yeah. <laughs> there were no rules. In, in Eye gouge and head butts, and it was fucking ridiculous. There were no rules back then. And then along, the hell you wanted yeah. To. And then along comes the Fertitta brothers and Dana White, and they're like, uh, okay, let's let's do this. Let's mainstream it. Which, let's make let's compete with Vince McMahon, dude. I'm it, sorry. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. It was along the lines of let's make this an actual thing. Vince McMahon doesn't compete with anybody. No. Vince McMahon has his own vision and his own model and a and, shit ton of money. And everybody thinks we're gonna compete and piss him off. WC. He didn't pay any attention. The WCW. Mm-mm. He didn't care. He would look at the numbers, he would get upset, and then he would look at his financials and go, okay, we're losing. Hey, Austin, rock, just go talk. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever the hell you want to do. We need to make some money. He doesn't care about the goddamn ratings. It's all about the money. No, he does care about the ratings. It's all because about if, the money. Today. If he has the ratings, that means people are watching. People are watching commercials. People with the commercials pay well, Vince for the ad did you watch? Did you watch SmackDown? Yes. Bobby Roode's debut? Yeah. How pissed off are you that there were ads running during his match. Furious. I was absolutely furious at that. I was absolutely furious because A, I've loved Bobby Roode as a wrestler since he was with he was doing the Canadian thing back in two thousand one in when TNA was a weekly pay per view show and AJ Styles was about twelve. Yeah. And wrestling. Okay. And then Beer Money and I I, I Beer Money was Beer Money brilliant. Did you hear JBL's uh, dig at Beer Money? Mm-hmm. And then they started laughing? Yeah, I heard that. Like, I don't think I don't think he's making fun and of it. And the thing is, they had James Storms in their in NXT for a, a quick Storm, minute. Storm walked out. Shouldn't have done that. And you know what? I read an interview with him after they signed Rude. And he said, "Damn it." Yeah. Because they were they they could have they would have done beer money. Yeah, exactly. So back to the whole UFC thing. Once these guys came in, they're like, "Let's make this a legitimate sport." It wasn't even like, "Hey, let's go with Vince McMahon," because now they're working UFC and WWE. They were going to yeah. have the John Jones, Brock Lesnar super fight until John Jones tested positive for steroids because he's a dumb motherfucker. Dumbass. That's the fourth time. So now he's banned for four years. Really? His career is pretty much over, yeah. Um, USADA uh, says 
you have your like third strike. You get a warning, which is like a, a month suspension, then three months suspension, and then a year, and now four years. And then if you're getting suspended for four years after all that, your career is pretty much shit. Yeah, because yeah. So yeah, they're working. They they still work with UFC and WWE. That like they they're becoming a cohesive partnership. Yeah. Because now WWE owns Tap Out. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they let Brock Lesnar walk around with a Jimmy John's logo on the back of his mm-hmm. T-shirt. Exactly. So. And you know they're getting a cut of that. Oh, of course, absolutely. So it led to that, and now because of all this history and everything, we now have tonight's big like battle of the decade with Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Which not watching it. I'm not paying for it. No, no, and I, I don't like either of them. However, I hope McGregor. I know this is. It would have already happened by the time this airs. Yeah. But I hope McGregor breaks his face with a punch. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I hate both of them. I mean, McGregor I find funny for the gimmick because he runs his mouth and he has that confidence, which is fine and all. But in the end, I'm just like, could you both please just... Just shut up. Just, yeah. Shut could, up. Could you guys just stay in the middle of the ring and have, like, the center... Shut up center... And give me my sports center back. Yeah. I honestly want to see just, like, the center console thing where they have, like, the screen's just... That'd be great. Yeah. Or Vince McMahon walks out with Brock. <laughs> and says, dun, dun, what the hell? <laughs> Here he comes. Brock Lesnar's the, def- well, not first, but he's, he, because of Brock, both have, have been able to tie into each other. Yeah. Because Brock still uses the, the the fighter gimmick. Paul Heyman mentions his UFC title reigns on WWE TV. And oh. Dana White, does. remember when Dana White used to get pissed? When they would try to compare him to Vince Mc- or his product to WWE, mm-hmm. he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. You know why? Because he makes more money when they do that. Exactly. So what Vince is doing, and Vince has done this for everybody. He did it for the NWA. He did it for um, ECW. He did it. He's been doing it for years for UFC. Even though Dana White told him to stop, he still did it. He will cross promote you and make you fucking rich. And make you fucking rich. And he doesn't care because. That He's getting money, rich. too. He's that makes him money. rich. Yeah, exactly. Because now when Brock heads back to UFC... Which, that was the funny part, that promo before SummerSlam. Yeah, he was leaving. He there was, was out. No, 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 because he won. Because he didn't have his fight scheduled anymore. No. It, yeah, exactly. It was scheduled, but then, oh, look, uh, he has been notified of a, pot, of a potential doping violation. Mm-hmm. Translation, no, we need to switch this. We need Brock. Yep. So... You know, there was that, in which, you know, Heyman was going, or we could leave, hint, hint. Yep. It's like, oh, it was on SmackDown, it was on Raw. But yep. still, it was just like, yep. everybody knew it anyway, but Paul was just confirming it. They were, cro- yeah, they were cross-promoting. Yeah. Vince was cross-promoting Dana White. Dana White doesn't have to cross-promote Vince McMahon. Doesn't yeah. have to. No. Vince McMahon is a promotional juggernaut. The man's a genius. I would love to sit down and talk to him. Oh, yeah. Because he took... Just some, what what used to be a regional, you know, the territories, a regional. He, he killed the territories and he brought them all into one one thing. Yeah, and he cut the fat. He brought in Dusty and Harley and Rick and Ooh. the rest of, and uh, Ricky Steamboat and uh, Kurt Henning, Ted DiBiase, all these big names from all these territories. Jerry Lawler, all these big names from these territories, and now they're all in one show. Yeah, and he made money for them. He made money for him. He makes a lot of money well, for he, himself. He made the money, bought them out, and then made more money. And then made more money. Exactly. And now he has, and 
what I love about what he does is he doesn't buy it to run it. He's going to shut you down. Yeah. However, what he wants is the tape library. And yeah. The low, the branding, the licensing. Because now if you go on the WWE Network, you get WCCW. You get um, Mid Atlantic. You get the Crockett promotions. Mm-hmm. You get you know um, Texas, the, the Texas promotions, the AWA. You get all this stuff. And now when they show, you know, um, let's pick one. Let's go with Magnum TA's face. Magnum TA gets a check. Mm-hmm. Do you think Magnum TA cares that his territory is dead? No. It's still alive and well. It's just floating in, under the WWE name. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what he wants to do with TNA. He didn't want to run that promotion. He wanted their tape library. Exactly. Because now he can make a Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe. Exactly. Eric Young, DVDs. Oh. And content. Eric Young in NXT is one of the best things going right now. And he doesn't he's not gonna run New Japan or Ring of Honor out of business. He just wants to show them on his network. Well, Ring of Honor is kind of floundering in its own its territorial pissings. So well, guess who they're about they're gonna sell. They're gonna sell the Vince. They're going to. Yeah. And then they're going to. And then he's gonna shut Ring of Honor down. And he's going to bring all those guys to NXT, or at least the, the, the good ones. The good ones, yeah. He'll bring the Bucks in for a run. Bucks don't want in. He'll because throw some money at fucking, him. Because they're fucking... No, he threw a whole bunch of money at him, and they're just like, let's take him. And they were just like, nah, we're good. And then everyone's like, you suck. Sooner or later, they're going to end up on Monday Night Raw. Sooner or later, everybody ends up on Vince McMahon's TV program. Yeah. Sooner or later. Sting said for years... I'd rather work in the bingo halls and the high school gyms than work for Vince McMahon. And then years later. Guess what, Chief? Yeah. You eventually showed up, and he made a lot of money off you. And now you're gone. You have your Legends contract. We'll see you in uh, Rhode Island, derp. I don't want to meet Sting. I'm not going to meet him either. I'm not going to meet Bret Hart either. No. Because I don't care. The The only people I met in Rhode Island were Ron Simmons and JBL, which I wanted to meet JBL. I would love to meet the APA. They were chill as fuck. They were telling uh, Booker to do the spin Rooney on the floor. And then Mick Foley... I, mean, I could hear JBL, do it, Buck! Yeah, he do was. It, Buck! That's what he said. That's on, exactly Buck. what it was. And then Mick Foley was next to him. He's like, guys, he's going to get hurt. Booker's like, I don't have a head to begin with. So they were already fucking around with each other, which was funny. And Scotty Too Hottie was there. He's like, I'd do the worm if somebody gave me 20 bucks. I'm like, oh... Here, do the worm. And then somewhere in the subway, Virgil's selling autographs for 10 bucks because... Oh, Virgil. Oh, hey. Uh, I ran into an old friend at Terrificon. Oh, yeah? A few weeks ago. Yeah. Guy we know pretty well. He was uh, he was signing autographs at a table for $10 a head. You know him as Stevie Stamos. No, I shit you not. British fans would be like, who are you? Who are you? Who are yeah. you? We, we, we were walking out of the convention center. What's that? Oh, it's it's Cameron's it's Cameron's dad's Ferrari flying yep. out of their window garage in Legos. <laughs> in Legos, we were walking out of the convention center. He was standing there. Want to buy an autograph? Or like, an autograph? So Jen looked up why he was there, and he was selling autographs at the table. Dude, dude, if, if you're Steve, Steve, Steve Fiano, if you're fucking listening, which you're probably not, but if you do hear this, stop, stop it. You're not. No, dude, no. Nobody in Connecticut likes you. You're fucking no one. 
No, you can't get booked, dude. Shut up. Shut up. I can't stand that. Yeah, it's... It has nothing... It's nothing against you personally. It's just, dude, you're not known enough. You haven't marketed yourself outside of Connecticut. No, it's against you personally because you're a fucking douchebag. There you go. I was being diplomatic. Mike was being diplomatic. I'm not going to be diplomatic with you. You know that. No, you, you have your reasons to be pissed at him. And it's I'm not pissed at him. I just don't like the kid. That's... Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't like him back back in the AHL days. I don't like him now. Because yeah. he, he walks around like he's the hot shit. Listen, people, if you're... I don't walk around like I'm hot shit. So, don't walk around like you're hot shit. Yeah. This is a friendly PSA from the Attention Deficit Podcast. Do-do-do. Ah! So, an eclipse happened. Yeah, it did. Did you look at it? Yeah, and I didn't have superpowers. I just had I light in my eyes for about ten minutes. Yeah, I didn't... I, did, I wasn't told to save the cheerleader, save the world. Well, this will only because we have like 66% coverage, so... We're out of the responsibility zone. Uh, I want some kind of superpower. Well, you still have your eyesight, and that's what matters. And I did look directly at it. Yeah, I didn't see anything because it was cloud covers. It was so. cloud covers, and it was kind of dim. It was that it was hazy. Yeah. And yeah, we had like it was darker, and people were like, oh, it wasn't anything special. I'm like, did you notice it was a little dark? And I don't mean cloudy. It was a little dark. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. bad. No, it was fine. Um, I had a friend that went to South Carolina to see it, and she had pictures and stuff. Just seeing the pictures of the eclipse in totality mm-hmm. was amazing because you see the corona and all that stuff. It looked ethereal. And then it's like, okay, totality's over when you get like a little pinhole of light, and it's like, oh, it's bright again. Yeah. I'm but it was that. amazing. But the coolest thing, which if you pay attention to the Attention Deficit podcast page on Facebook, yeah, Ozzy played Bark at the Moon during the eclipse. Yes, he did. And it was fucking cool. He sounded off, but he's like 70-something. Here's our Siri moment. Siri moment. How old is Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy Osbourne is 68. So, yeah, he's up there. Your voice goes away after years and years and years. Physically and mentally, he's about 95. No, mentally, he's about 40. He's He's shot. He's acting like he's fucking stupid. That's what the Osbournes was. Shot. Physically, he's shot. Physically, yes. Mentally, no. He's fucking sharp as a tack. He knows this shit. But anyway, they had... It was called, like, Moonstock or some weird thing. But he was there. He, he started doing Bark at the Moon. And then right at the perfect part where they start howling was totality. So it was dark and people like howling. And so, wow. I was just like, could you not be more fucking dead on with this? It's like Ozzy was controlling the eclipse. He's the prince of fucking darkness. You know why? Because Ozzy Osbourne's God. He hit, is. Hit him with this. <laughs> Ozzy is God, dude. He's Not Alanis Morissette. Maybe that's Ozzy looking like Alanis Morissette, but he's actually God. God has different images. God, yes, God is one of us. God is omnipotent. Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Yeah. Blee 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 blee. Like a holy Rolling Stone. I wrote that song. Blee, blee. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Maybe that's not Lord. That's no, Lisa Loeb, right? I don't know. It You'd say, <laughs> you hear what I want to. Yeah, that's actually a lot of stuff on my phone is fucking 90s alternative and stuff. Yeah, I don't have a very um, up-to-date music library. No, the only thing that's new that I have is, like, Ghost. You know why? Because music today sucks. It does. It really does. It's just bad stuff. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because... Prophets of Rage 
their actual album is coming out pretty soon. However, once again, that's because I love Rage Against the Machine, Cypress Hill, and Public Enemy. I just I can't get behind it completely. I I'm mean, I understand really the I understand the con- the concept, and it's it's fine. The music's not bad, but it's not the same. Like you you say, Prophets of Rage. I think Rage Against the Machine. I think Tom Morello, Tim Comerford, Brad Will, and Zach De La Roca. We're never getting it. No, of course not. And I honestly think Rage Against the Machine pulled the trigger way too early. Yes, they had the Bush and Gore stuff in 2000. They did, but they were also the 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 angry soundtrack of, of a generation, man. There was, I think they were way too early. They were way before their time. If we had Rage now, damn. It, w- it would be like the song. However, if we had Rage now, they wouldn't. we wouldn't be hearing about them because nobody backs music that loud or that style anymore. Yeah. It's all pop, 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 pop. Become a sheep. Become a sheep. Or stupid fucking rap music that's... That has no meaning. No meaning. I cannot get behind rap music these days. I can't either. People wonder why I'm so pissed off about it. It's because I lived at the end of the actual time period where rap meant something. We had the East Coast, West Coast uh, beef. It got during that. No, it was good, and then they both died, and that's when it really came around. That's like that's where you knew, okay, this generation's ending. Time to get off the bus. And then that stuff came now, and now we have those idiots with like all the... Like, the fucking names, like, Lil, Lil Yachty and something. Like, dude, you fucking mumble and you look like a piece of shit. You I mumble, hope you get hit by a fucking bus. And all you do is rap about how much money you have. And it's your first song. How do you have that much money already? In reality, you don't have that much money. You know what? I, I, I came into music when gangsta rap was gangsta rap. I'm talking NWA. I mean, one of the first albums I ever owned was The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Yeah. That was... Gangsta rap. Mm-hmm. Talking about their life growing up in South Central. The struggle. The actual struggle. The actual not like, struggle. not like. And oh, I didn't have my lunch. The struggle is real. No, this was like cops fucking shot straight my brother of, today because he looked funny. Straight out of Compton was Easy es life. Yeah, absolutely. He was the dope man. And when I was when I was taking that class, doing the uh, the music credits and all that stuff, I had I listened to it and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. It, it's downloaded. Predator. It's about his life in South Central. Yeah, it's, yeah. I have Apple Music and Straight Outta Compton is downloaded onto my phone because sure. it's that fucking great. Yeah. The only one that I can think of right off the top of my head who's... I mean, he does fool around with stuff, but all that is Eminem. He, yeah. he has his story and he tells it. He, and does. he does keep it off balance. Like, you can tell. Like, he he's admitted he's bipolar, and that's the way he makes his music. It's very bipolar. He has very his ups, bipolar. he has his downs, and then the in-betweens, which are, are very gray areas, but they have significant meaning still. What I didn't like about Eminem's earlier music was the skits. Yes. And him talking about his mother being a whore all the time. Yeah. And killing his estranged girlfriend's life, baby mama. Yeah. Kim. Enough of that. Yeah. And then D12 came out, and I was like, no. No, but that's when he was deep into his drug addiction. Oh, yeah. You can hear it. It's bad stuff. It's Purple bad. Hills. It's bad. His his album, Rela- um, Recovery? No, no, no wasn't it, wasn't, recovery. it wasn't Recovery. It was uh, Rehab. Rehab wasn't good. Or was it Relapse? Recovery was a great album. That one is actually ranked, like, number seven. Recovery, he was in the middle of a drug, uh, his Relapse. No, that's what Relapse was. Re, uh, recovery was him was um, not afraid and all that stuff sure? like him talking about are sorry about sure? that I'm back are you sure let's find out shall we? 
Oh, look at that. Okay. You're right. That's the one I like. Yeah. Because that's he, that's he's his serious return. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Look what's on my iTunes. I just pulled it up. Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Of course. Because I, I listen to old shit. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. But, you know, like all this stuff, talking to myself, Cold Wind Blows is like him being alone, yep. going through changes, which they sampled off of Ozzy. Yep. And then all this other stuff. Like, it's exactly, like, he's talking in here about how he went through everything. Yeah. Like, that's, like, him getting out of the hole and all that stuff. And then um, before that, I want to say it's Relapse. Relapse is horrible. And he admits that it was terrible. He admits it on the song. Yeah. He's like, oh, that last album was eh. Which, she was eh. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't listen to that. And then his I have new, His latest one, Marshall Mathers, too. Is awesome. Because oh, it's yeah. just him being a rapper. Now. Yeah. Back, he went back to his rapper style. Yeah. And the song Rap God. I hated he, that. When he gets into when he gets into his 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 speed rap, holy shit, that man can go. Yeah, I I I don't even know what he's saying in that. I'm just like he's saying he's saying stuff. Oh, I know he can go. That it was awesome. I think that I think that got him the fastest rapper of all time. Yeah, he beat out Busta Rhymes for that. And Busta's fast. Busta's very fast. Busta is a great live act. And now. Wu Tang's making a new album. Except it's not really Wu Tang. Yeah, it's yeah, it's mem- it's like members posting individual songs. Like Red Man produces one. And Red Man's not even a member. Method. He's not. Red Man. Was th- am I thinking Method Man? Method Man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. See, so Method Man has his, and then like RZA has his own, and then they all have their own tracks, and then they combine it so it's under the Wu Tang banner, which it's not bad. That's fine. They started doing that after a while. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't keep all the members in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Because they were also running their own individual careers. Well, yeah, Method Man's doing everything. Method Man's in an HBO series now. Mm-hmm. And Red Man's making really bad kung fu movies. Not, uh, no, what did I say? Riz is making really bad kung fu movies. Yeah, the reason why, by the way, I said Red Man was because he's featured on there as well. It's people sure say it featuring Red Man. Because, well, him and Method Man are friends. Oh, come on. And they did that. How high? Highs. I hated how high. That movie was fucking garbage. Well, it was that was the idea. They just wanted to fuck around at that. And be like, we found out that this device is the world's oldest bong. You know, like, yeah. Oh. And then again, we saw movies like uh, Half-Baked. It was around that time period. It's like, oh, let's make movies about weed. Yeah, the weed trend. Half-Baked was awesome, by the way. It was. Because Dave Chappelle is a comedic genius. Oh, here we go. Method Man... Jizza, Ghostface Killer, Rayquan. Oh, that's right, Rayquan. Chef Rayquan. Inspector. Inspector Deck. Old Dirty Bastard, Rizza, and You God. OTB's dead, so they must have dragged something up. Old Dirty Bastard slash Big Baby Jesus. Yeah, he's been dead for a while. Yeah. Oh, actually. When did Old Dirty Bastard die? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Old Dirty Bastard died November 13th, 2004. It's almost 13 years. <laughs> and Siri says old as Al. Al Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard. He died at 35. Just hearing her say Old Dirty Bastard was fun. It was. And the, and the funny thing is, like, I have songs on there that'll say, uh, like, fuck it or something, and it bleeps. It actually plays the bleep. So, I mean, if you look at pictures of Old Dirty Bastard, he looked like he was off his fucking rocker. He was off his fucking rocker. Have you heard his uh, solo album? No. Yeah. It came out in the 90s. It's off his rocker. Huh. He is off his rocker. He was off his rocker. Oh yeah. Well, he was also he also faced a lot of fucking prison stuff. 
Yeah, he also had like 19 children or something. Yeah. But of course, so he he died of a lethal mixture of cocaine and tramadol. Tramadol is fucking nuts. The overdose was ruled accidental. No overdose is accidental. I'm sorry. No overdose is accidental. You, you put the drug into you yourself. Yeah. It's not accidental. Witnesses say he complained of chest pain on the day he died. Oh, it's chest pain. Just walk it off. Oh, I'm going to take drugs. But I'm not going to try to kill myself. Oops. My bad. Took too much. Don't take it at all. How's that sound? Yeah, pretty much. Common sense. And then um, other music stuff. Taylor Swift has her new song out. Who cares? I listened to it. It was awful. And I was like, oh, it's really good. I'm like, no, that's bad. Oh, she's awful. She went awful. from country to pop to, wait, what? And she's just trying to make fun of like Kim Kardashian and Kanye, which, fuck them both. I hope they just go. Does she talk about her butt grabber? No. Yeah, she got that. She won the know, thing, which won. was kind of an obvious thing. And she, she was a dollar. She sued the guy for a dollar, which it was one of those things like, I'm not suing for you for this. It's for the principle of it, which is fine. I understand that. But, but the, the video showed up, and it's like, guys, no, stop. It's grabbing butts. No, she looks like Beyonce from Lemonade. So everyone's like, oh, my God, sit down. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's, it's their beef, not yours. Which is more reason why music is going downhill. Downhill. Straight downhill. And yet, I'm getting into that field. Well, really, I'm more along the lines of going into... What the fuck is it? Uh, I can't think. Um, I'm looking at, like, video games and stuff like that, so whatever. Um, yeah. <coughs> is that you coughing or you going, hmm? Because hmm. I was one of those coughing. You were coughing. Yeah. So. Let's see. Hum the dum. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm out of ideas. Yeah, I think we're... And I think we're, we're done here. It's because of Nerd Patrol. Yeah, I'm out of ideas. We, we got our nerdisms out on another show, so really, it's like... Nerd Patrol, every Tuesday, iTunes and Google Play, coming soon to Anti-Radio. Bye. No stop signs, speed limit. Nobody's gonna slow me down like a wheel. I'm gonna spin it. Nobody's gonna mess me around. Hey, Satan, paying my dues. I'm playing in a Oberkleiner band. Hey, Mama, look at me. I'm on my way to the promised land.
Anti-Radio.